Hello and welcome to Somos Padres, a podcast dedicated to the constant development of our parenting and ourselves. We are your hosts, Paulo and Yesenia. Thanks for joining us as we share our parenting experiences rooted within the context of our own life journey. In that spirit, we will also be sharing parenting information and the stories of mothers and padres out there who have embraced their own personal evolution as the greatest gift of parenthood. Here we go. Welcome to episode 41 and episode 3 of the Somos Padres Summer Series. Welcome back to all of you that have been joining us as we've been doing this amazing and hopefully helpful uh, summer series and giving you some some ideas to think about when it comes to your parenting. So what I want to talk about this week in this episode is this idea that I've often heard, and to be quite honest, I often heard it from Paolo, this idea that he could just evolve on his own. And it wasn't the reason that <laughs> I chose this topic, but I think um, in a way it was, and there's a beautiful synchronicity to the fact that it's this week that I am that I am talking about this particular topic because Paolo just got back from his first 10-day silent meditation retreat. He went to the Vipassana meditation retreat, which you may remember I did last summer. He went this summer and he just came back a few days ago. So there's a beautiful synchronicity, which um, I think really plays a part in how I you know, how I would have talked about this episode prior to him coming back and today. So it's just, it's just this beautiful synchronicity that's, I think, just filled me with a lot of gratitude and a more full message, I think, uh, for me to share with you today. So again, I am honestly, yes, there's a part of me that is sharing this and chose this topic because I knew that I lived with someone who at some point had said, you know, I don't, I don't need parenting classes. I don't need to read a book. I'm an amazing parent. I'm great. I got this under control. I got this handled. I don't know what you're talking about. Right. So he was definitely coming, um, in this relationship and, in this co-parenting, he was coming at me with those messages when I just, I felt like, no, we need to do something. And when I first started on this path, um, I started with reading books. I mean, it's not that I didn't have those thoughts that Paolo had. I had those thoughts as well before, right? I had this idea as well that, that I could read my way through this, that I could read a lot of books and gain a lot of knowledge. I think that when I went to school and I got my master's in social work and I had this degree and I had this license, I think that I thought, oh, I have, I have this skill set. I can do this, right? I, I just had this idea that I was going to know how to parent 
based on all this book smarts or, you know, whatever I thought I knew, right? From, you know, my own experience, I thought, I know how to do this. I don't need to go anywhere. I don't need to engage with a teacher or any kind of process or guide. I don't need to work on myself anymore. You know, I don't need to do any of that. I can do this on my own. And I think this comes from, a lot of it comes from our community, from how we're raised, from culture, from the messaging that makes it seem like we can do this on our own. You can do this, right? Um, You can pull yourself up by your, um, what are they called? Bootstraps, right? That's a saying, that's a thing, right? This idea that people can do things on their own, that they're self-made, right? Um, Like when Kylie Jenner, I think was announced as like, uh, something about how she had made the most money as a self-made, right? Richest person or whatever, right? This idea that she was self-made, like, and everybody was, um, or a lot of people were on the internet saying that she is not self-made, right? Um, Or this other idea, I know I work in child welfare and a lot of times we talk about kids need to be self-sufficient. It's like self-sufficient is not real. We need to get rid of those words. They are not real. No one is self-sufficient. We are not self-sufficient. I can't do anything. I can't raise my kids on my own. Are you kidding me? There's a school that's teaching them. There's my amazing um, babysitter who takes care of my kids whenever I you know, have to, um, you know, go to work or in school's out or, you know, after school, right? No, none of us do this on our own. We, I mean, nature, even nature is speaking to us all the time, showing us how this is not true. Nature itself is trying to teach us how we are not self-made, how we are all connected how we are all part of the whole, how we need each other. Just like the flower needs the bee and the sun and the pollen and the soil and the rain, all of it. We need each other. We need to feed each other, to nurture each other, to help each other, to water each other. We need our healers. We need our therapists. We need our teachers, our guides, our community. We need to gain the message that is there for us. But what ends up happening is that we turn away from that and this Western idea of being self-sufficient, it leads us to internalize feelings of failure. And now we feel like failures. Now, because we can't do this on our own and we haven't been able to do it on our own, we now feel like failures. And when we have that feeling inside, what do we do? We turn around and we turn that on the other parents that we see out there, the other mothers, our community, the people around us, we now judge them. We judge them and how they carry 
their story and their life and their weight and all of that. Now we judge them and we create stigma around seeking help. We create this mental health stigma. We create stigma around going to parenting classes, right? Instead of rooting for each other and saying, yes, do it. No, instead, we are judging every single mother that we come across. And we're like, oh my God, look at what she's doing. Can you believe that she is going to therapy? I heard she's going to therapy. Oh my God. I always knew she was crazy. Who knows? I don't know. But the truth is, like, for me at this point, I just, anyone who goes to therapy, I'm just like, wow, much respect. Much respect because I know that you're taking your shit seriously. Very seriously. That's what that says to me. You are taking ownership and you are doing the work. We've got to shift this narrative. And let me be also very clear that I don't think that we shift this narrative overnight. I was so afraid in the past, I think. I was really... To be quite honest, I think that even when I decided to go into social work and because, you know, I was going to be a teacher, but when I decided to go into social work and that door opened for me, I think that when I sat in classes and and did all of the psychology pieces of it, I think that in a way I was really trying to analyze myself. I thought I, I could analyze myself out of my wounds, my trauma my molestation, like I really thought that I could heal myself uh, just by learning this information. I thought that's all I had to do and that I would, you know, get my brain right, right? And, And it just, it took time for me and for me to, to really see like, no, you've got you're, it's going to take you forever. Like, I think I had this realization at some point that it was going to take me forever if I wasn't willing to ask for help. And the easiest thing for me to do was to go to this parenting class, which was probably, you know, at, at that point I had started reading, right? So I still, I had always been like, oh yeah, well, I can read. I can, you know, read articles and I can do, you know, that work. I can do that. And uh, that wasn't new to me. I was comfortable with that because I had gone to, I think because, you know, yeah, I'd done my degree. So, you know, you read books and all that stuff. So I was comfortable with, I'm going to find experts and I'm going to read books and all these things. Um, but then when I was finally, you know, when I finally went to the parenting class and then Paolo wasn't ready to go to the parenting class, um, even then I wasn't willing to go alone. So it took a little while. But then finally, you know, whatever, we went to the parenting class and after the parenting class and just being in community and sharing in that experience, I felt it was, it is this thing that honestly, to be quite honest with you guys, I think that I feel this every single time I go to any event. And this is why I love going to events and workshops. It is, it is, yes, it is because of the information, but it, for me, it's being in a room with other people who are in it with me, who I connect with on these different levels, whether, you know, it's on the creative side with other influencers, 
on the parenting side, when we did the parenting class, I swear to you, I would just always, every time I go to these group events, I just feel so energized. It's like, I don't know, I don't even know how to explain it, but there's something about our collective energy when we come together with people who are also on this journey and there's this camaraderie. It's just, it's beautiful. And so I think, you know, finally going to the parenting class in it, in it feeling so good, I just felt like I can take another step. After I did the parenting class, then I was willing to take the step to go to therapy. After I did therapy, I was willing to take the step and participate in healings. And so I've done various modalities of healing, right? I've done the breath work with Annalilia. I've done um, Reiki. I've done pranic healing. I've done, you know, learning about, you know, the moon cycle. I've done just so many things. And even now I'm still going right now. I've participated with Dr. Shafali in the Conscious Parenting Institute and done that work and just just going deeper. I've done the Vipassana 10 day silent meditation retreat, just going deeper, all of these elements, but all of them were a step. And with each step getting stronger and with each step going deeper and with each step realizing that I can do this, realizing that all of this is helping me. I'm feeling better. I'm feeling stronger. I'm feeling lighter, right? And so that's the message I have for you today is that, first of all, I think noticing and recognizing that it's okay. You can't do this on your own. And if you're not ready today, that's okay too. That's okay because guess what? At some point, I was not ready. Paolo was not ready. I think the other thing about this is, you know, can you evolve on your own? No. But guess what? You also cannot evolve until you're ready. And I fully respect that. You cannot evolve until you're ready. There's this difference between change and evolving. Change is inevitable. You are going to change, but that does not mean that you are going to evolve. You're just changing. You're getting older. Every day we're different. That's just the normal progress of life. Our lives are changing. But to evolve means that you're intentional, that you're doing this work, that you're allowing yourself to peel away, that you're allowing the parts of yourself that need to die, you're allowing them to go. You're blessing them, blessing them for what they brought to you, for the time that they kept you safe, but that you are telling them that it is time to go. You're turning the page, that you're evolving. So whether or not you are ready today, this is but an invitation. And the beauty, the beautiful synchronicity that I was talking about earlier with Paolo and going and coming back is that he left. Oh, I mean, sorry, is that he was always so resistant and, and probably for many for for a long time has been resistant to a lot of the ideas that I bring to him. 
And, you know, even the Vipassana meditation. I mean, last year he was like, I, oh, I'm sorry. I have the World Cup. I can't go this year. I'll go next year. Right. So even with that, even though he was like down with doing it, he was like, this just doesn't fit into my schedule. I'm sorry. Right. And so he didn't do it last summer. He did it this summer. Why? Because this is his time. This is when he was ready. And I can tell you that he came back and he's, I don't know, he's, it's like he honestly had a spiritual awakening and I can't wait for you to hear about it. But all that to say that it, it has been challenging for me as a wife. I think, you know, sometimes people come up to me and they're like, oh my God, and Pablo so evolved. And he's so, he's so, um, uh, open and all these things. And that is all true. But even so, I have had to, to not push. And, and there's been so much tension in our relationship because I do feel like many women are leading this spiritual evolution. We're leading it. And, and I, I have to honor his own path as a good partner to him. I have to let him evolve at his time. I just have to stay rooted in my process and in what I'm doing and also recognizing the ways in which I am not honoring myself when I don't honor my path, when I let his path keep me back, right? Um, those are lessons for me, but also not pushing. And look, and here we are today. And all I can say is that I stand in gratitude. And just to say to all of you that have ever come up to me or ever wondered, what do I do when my partner and I, we don't see eye to eye and on this parenting, on, on, on personal development and evolving. And, you know, all I have to say is, is, is to honor your path, to always honor your path, to stay true to that and to keep moving forward. And you'll know if it's something that it can't, work in your relationship or you'll know if it's just something where you have to let your partner have their process you have to allow for their process right okay that's it guys i'm going to take a small little break and i'll be right back with a tip for the week for a a suggestion a thing something to do for this week yeah be right back Welcome back to this week's episode. And for this week, what I want to offer as an opportunity, um, you may have already done this before, but in the spirit of creating the conditions for our children to also feel like asking for help is okay, one thing I want to offer as a suggestion that you can try out if your kiddos are a little bit older you can ask them if uh, that you're you're going to just tell them that today you're going to be their helper or if you know if you guys have a set time like we have family time um, you can go ahead and say you know for today for our time together you're going to be the leader and I'm going to be your helper and you can just tell me what I should do what I can do to help you I'm going to be your helper or if you're um 
doing something, you can ask your child to be your helper. But I think it's really neat if we can kind of turn the tables and say, hey, I want to be your helper. We all need help sometimes. Like just say those little words and and let it let it happen. Let it evolve. And um, I want to hear it. Please share with me if you try this out and if you notice anything or you can tell me how it feels. So that's your suggestion for the week, your homework um, or just uh, something that you can try out, an activity that you can do with your kids. That's it for this week. I appreciate being a part of your parenting evolution. I will see you next week for episode four. Don't let Also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and please leave a review. It is a super, super important in order to help spread the message. You can follow us, our parents on Instagram at iam.isenia at palomenchakta and at somos.barthes. You can also subscribe to their newsletter on their website at somos-barthes.com. Gracias!